sports and entertainment news right here on GTR. GTR. Good morning and welcome to the Daybreak News. Coming up this morning, Euphoria to present 2023 Mid-Year Budget Review today. And Yendi Court remands man for stabbing his friend with a scissors. In other stories, NDC MP Kobina Minta Akando involved in near-fatal accident at Nyinahene. Also, the DRC police brutality victim recounts how he was hanged, beaten with a machete after being dragged. This business spots and showbiz is coming in this morning's bulletin. The news will be read by Awintemi Akansukum. Now, the details. The Minister of Finance, Ken Oforiata, will present the 2023 Media Budget Review in Parliament Monday, July 31, 2023. Originally slated for July 27, 2023, the presentation was later rescheduled to July 25, 2023, only to be cancelled again until further notice. The last-minute cancellation of the budget review has stirred curiosity among members of parliament and public alike, with various speculations emerging about the possible reasons behind the delay. The presentation will provide an update on the implementation of the 2023 budget with insight into the economic and fiscal performance for the first half of the year. It will discuss policies implemented to stabilize the economy, promote growth, and provide social protection for the vulnerable, as outlined in the IMF-supported post-COVID-19 program for economic growth. In focusing on the outlook, the budget review statement would outline the critical imperatives to restore macroeconomic stability and accelerate our economic transformation. The issues that will be highlighted include structural reforms in expenditure commitments control and arrears clearance, debt management, financial stability, and a growth agenda, amongst others. In an interview with the media, members of parliament shared their expectations for the mid-year budget review. They say that they hope the government would reduce taxes, ag- aggregate the various taxes, and provide more funding for the educational sector and the school feeding program. They also expressed concern about the high unemployment rate among young people and the shortage of fertilizer in the country. Now, the Yende Circuit's courts, presided over by his Anna Anthony Aduku Edu, has remanded into police custody as a suspect who allegedly stabbed his friend with a scissors in the chest in Yendi in the northern region. The victim and suspect are both residents of Yendi. The suspect, Sumaila Yakubu 20, and unemployed on July 26, 2023, at about 2.50 a.m., was at a local food joint named Wache near the Yendi Community Center, where the victim also came there to buy food. Arguments ensued between the two after the suspect questioned the victim about what he was doing outside at that time. The argument that later turned into a fight where the suspect Sumaila Yakubu took out a pair of scissors from his pocket and stabbed the victim on the left side of his chest and bolted 
living behind his slippers. The victim immediately fell to the ground, bleeding and screaming for help. The food seller, who is standing as a witness in the case, rushed the victim to the Yendi Municipality Hospital. The case was reported to the police and a medical form was issued to the victim. The suspect was subsequently arrested at Kugana's Palace, where he was invited. Appearing in the Yendi Circuit Court, the suspect was charged with unlawful possession and intentionally causing harm to the victim. The suspect admitted the offence and the presiding judge, his honor Anthony Eduku Edu, convicted the suspect and remanded him into prison custody to reappear on August 10 for sentencing. The judge also remanded into police custody a suspect for allegedly engaging in illegal connection of electricity belonging to the Northern Electricity Distribution Company, NETCO. The suspect, Ibrahim Jafar, 39 years old electrician, was charged with dishonesty. The suspect admitted and was remanded to police custody to reappear on August 10, 2023. He was then granted a bail sum of 10,000 Ghana cities with two sureties, one to be justified. Now, the Jabosu MP Kobina Minta Akando has been involved in a near-fatal car accident at Nyinahini in the Ashanti region. The ranking member on Parliament's Health Committee was returning from his constituency when his official vehicle collided head-on with an ongoing Kumasi Seshiyasu born sprinter bus at the outskirts of Chima Mponwa Township. The accident occurred at about 18.05 on Saturday when the MP's driver, in an attempt to overtake a vehicle ahead of him, busted a tire at the passenger side of the front seat. It ran into the lane of the oncoming bus before colliding with it. The accident has left the NDC MP's vehicle with registration number GN441-14 and that of the Sprinter also with registration number AS7363-18 mangled. Reports has it that many passengers on board the Sprinter bus sustained severe degrees of injuries. With the help of ambulance service, police and officers of the National Fire Service, those who were injured were conveyed to the overwhelmed Minahini Government Hospital for treatment. Mr. Akando, his driver and security detail, have been referred to the Konfanochi Teaching Hospital. They joined a host of other passengers injured in the accident on referral. Now, a young man who became a victim of police brutality in Dadiasi, located in the Sechre Kumewu district of the Ashanti region, has narrated his harrowing experience following his arrest. The incident captured on a viral video Wednesday showed the suspect allegedly resisting arrest, leading the police officers to tie a belt around his neck, dragging him on the floor and uh, transport him to the police station using a tricycle. The shocking video has sparked widespread condemnation, prompting the police administration to interdict the involved police officer. They have assured the victim's family that a thorough investigation into the matter would be conducted. 
In an interview with the media, the victim, who bore these visible marks on his body, made serious allegations against the police. He claimed that after arriving at the police station, officers hanged him and subjected him to beatings with a machete. When asked about the reason for his arrest, the victim explained, I took iron rods of my master, but when he asked me about it a month ago, he cautioned me not to do that again. And that was the end of the matter. So I don't know why I was arrested again this time around. Following interventions by the Inspector General of Police, the victim has been taken to the hospital and granted bail over the weekend. The individual in question who is both a victim and a suspect has been accused of stealing iron rods and a car battery. In response to the disturbing video, the police released a statement confirming the interdiction of the officer involved in the incident. They have assured the victim's family that a thorough investigation will be conducted to address the matter. Now in business, Defunct Gold Trading Company Men's Gold has announced that it has successfully completed the transaction validation process assuring to make payments to its customers soon. This was contained in a statement issued by the management of Men's Gold dated July 29. According to Men's Gold, traders will be granted access to digitally check their val validated status and payment schedule date. In a few days, traders would be granted access to digitally check their validated transaction status in an exact individually scheduled bidding payment date, Men's Gold promised. Now to some sports, Ghana defender Mohamed Salisu is on the verge of joining AS Monaco after the French Ligue 1 side settled on a fee with Southampton over the weekend. Monaco recently agreed to a 15 million euros fee with Southampton to sign the 24-year-old whose contract with the Saints was set to expire in June 2024. According to transfer expert Fabrizio Romano, the fee will be paid in four installments and Salisu is expected to sign the deal in Monaco on Monday, July 31 after a successful medical. This brings to an end an interesting off-season for Salisu who has been cons consistently pegged to leave Southampton following the team's relegation from the English Premier League to the Championship. The likes of Fulham, Crystal Palace and Olympic Marcel were reported as clubs that registered serious interest in Salisu. However, 2017 League One champion Monaco managed to secure the services of the left-footed centre-back Salisu, who is expected to replace Malang in the starting unit. Now moving to some showbiz, Ghanaian highlight musician KK Fusu has congratulated his colleagues Samini and Kokoveli after successfully completing their studies at the Ghana Institute of Management and Public Administration, GEMPA. The trio, who formed the defunct music group Trinity, made a tremendous impact on the music scene, dropping back-to-back -back hits in the 2000s. KK Fosu, who is very active in the music space, praised his colleagues for embarking on a journey of academic excellence as they look to impact the music space with their knowledge. 
KK for Sue added that the trio still shares strong ties and will soon collaborate on various musical projects in the near future. Emmanuel Andrew Samini and Nathaniel Totime Kokoveli, as, as they were known in real life and a second class upper honors in BSc project management after their completion from Gempa. Social media users have congratulated the duo for their academic milestone and urge other musicians to follow their trajectory. And that's it with the Daybreak News on Ghana Talks Radio. Don't forget to log on to www.ghanatalksradio.com for more of these stories and follow us, Ghana Talks Radio, on all social media platforms. You can as well download the GTR app from your App Store or Google Play to listen. The news was read by Awin Temi Akansukum. And I say thanks so much for making time. Have a good morning. Get it big, get it here. Listen to all your life mixes, live radio programs, and live entertaining and news package programs right here from GTR, Ghana Talks Radio.